0: The Liturgical Sense of the Readings at Mass One of the most compelling pieces of evidence that we were created by God who is truly one in being is the fact that as human beings we cannot help ourselves but to pursue and to desire unity. We cannot help ourselves but to pursue oneness because one has created us. Not only does our physical DNA point to a common source and a universal relationship with each other, as well as the fruits of procreation, which is family, but in all of our pursuits and interactions in the world, unity is our chief craving. Humans cannot help but to believe that if Everyone believed as we believed that the world would be a better place. This is why we had designed ritual, religion, tribes, government, curriculum, brands, and countless other things because we truly desire unity amongst each other. We have a history of conquering lands to unify them with us, a dark history of Subjugating and killing people who we do not think are worthy of unification. All of our self driven efforts at unity always and inevitably fail. But nearly 2,000 years ago, the most perfect design for unity for humanity came to dwell among us so that unity. Was no longer an idea for us to grasp at, but now a person named Jesus Christ in whom we abide in. Today's first reading from Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 11 speaks to that human desire and deep craving for unity, saying, When the time for Pentecost was fulfilled, they were all in one place together. That is, they were unified in their anticipation of the Lord. There was no selfish desires among them. They were all of one accord. Then the text reads, And suddenly there came from the sky a noise, like a strong driving wind and have filled the entire house in which they were, then there appeared to them tongues as of fire, which parted and came to rest on each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in different tongues as the Spirit enabled them to proclaim. In this way, the unifying Pentecost event was the fulfillment of Christ Jesus' Bridegroom Prayer from John chapter 17, verses 20 to 23, saying, I pray not only for them, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, so that they may all be one, as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they may also be in us, that the world may believe that you sent me and I have given them the glory that you have given me, so that they may be one, as we are one, I and them, and you and me, that they may be brought to perfection as one, that the world may know that you sent me, and that you love them even as you love me. As Christ Jesus and the Holy Spirit share a joint mission. The Pentecost event, that is, Christ Jesus sharing His relationship with the Holy Spirit, with us, made us co-partners in that joint mission, making us priests, prophets, and kings in Him through the indwelling and gifts of the Holy Spirit. Sharing in this joint mission of the Holy Trinity not only makes us one with each other, but also sends us into the world as ambassadors and missionaries of unity through the love and truth of God. This missionary work of unity in Christ is accomplished through the particular gifts of the Holy Spirit that each of us receives. According to today's second reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verses 3 through 7 and 12 through 13 there are different kinds of spiritual gifts but the same spirit there are different forms of service but the same lord there are different workings but the same god who produces all of them in every one to each individual the manifestation of the Spirit is given for some benefit again. The gifts of the Holy Spirit are not inclined towards selfish desires or personal ambition, but rather are purely ordered towards unity in Christ Jesus. They are ordered towards increasing and sanctifying the members of the body of Christ later In 1 Corinthians 12, verse 28, the apostle specifies what some of those gifts are, writing, some people God has designated in the church to be first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then mighty deeds, then gifts of healing, assistance, administration, and varieties of tongues. Here at the first Pentecost event, the Holy Spirit for the work that needed to be accomplished with so many people from different nations and tongues present that all received the gifts of speaking tongues. Inasmuch as the sacraments, in particular the sacrament of baptism and the sacrament of confirmation unite us uniquely with the Holy Spirit. The means by which we remain united with the Holy Trinity is by the means of reconciliation through sacramental absolution, through the sacrament of penance and reconciliation for grave sins, and reconciliation through non-sacramental absolution through the liturgy of the Catholic Mass for venial sins. In this way. The gifts for the joint mission of Christ and the Spirit bestowed upon the disciples at Pentecost and the authority of the joint mission of Christ and the Holy Spirit bestowed upon the disciples only after the resurrection event are intimately connected with each other and share some similarities. For example, Notice how the gospel reading for today begins. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the doors were locked, where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, Peace be with you. Again, as in the Pentecost event, here were the disciples gathered together, unified and anticipating persecution, it appears. And like what will happen at the Pentecost event, the visitation of Christ Jesus resulted in bestowing upon them power, authority, and sending them on a mission. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As a Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. Whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. In the Divine Symphony, The hope of God and the joint mission of Christ, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit come together perfectly. Those who have received the gifts of the Holy Spirit turn together to worship God. Using those gifts, they gather together in anticipation of God, all in one place they wait. Our Catholic Masses, celebrated simultaneously at various times throughout the world, are all drawing all of God's people together into one assembly, communicating to us the word and love of our Creator, peace, healing us of our venial sins so that we might be worthy of reception of the Holy Communion and then inviting us to receive the one bread and one cup so that we might become an image in the womb of who has entered us so that when the world sees us they might see him and in seeing him they might see the Father. The only thing that impairs our Union with the One is our sins, but even that impairment has been remedied in the One in whom our heart desires. This is just one way how the readings at Mass this Sunday connect to the liturgy, and how the liturgy is forming us how to live our lives in the world. Be in the world which you have received through the liturgy. I am David L. Gray. Visit me online at davidlgray.info for more content and context about the liturgical sense of the scriptures.